0: well we stood up perhaps we took a walk Mm-hmm. but as we enter part two what i think is the most interesting part about this half is that with maybe the exception of one of these all of these movies are sequels spin-offs or remakes <laughs> and i think that that's kind of strange i guess i've told you about my condition only every time i see it if you're gonna build a time
1: machine into a car why not do it some style okay relax.
0: Now say my name. I am Iron Man. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Screen Time Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Luke. And today we are continuing our review of the DCEU. Mm-hmm. Our thoughts and feelings about the first eight movies uh, are an episode that came out last week, so I would recommend going to listen to that before before this episode. Uh and in this episode we're reviewing everything that's left, continuing again in order of release, and uh let's get right into it. Let's do it. Starting off this half, we got Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the movie?
1: <laughs> uh, I think it has its moments. However <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> huh. What do you think about the movie? I think that Chris Pine's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And I think that his kind of fish-out-of-water stuff is good most of the time. I think, like, him grabbing, like, the exercise bike and trying to be like, I tried to ride this bike, but it didn't go anywhere. You're smarter than that, Steve. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But I, but the joke of, like, him when they go to, like, the art, modern art museum, and he's looking at a trash can, that's kind of funny. And I like yeah. him... I like yeah. him Oh, here's something that I thought was really strange. Is that between felling movies, it seems like the writers forgot about all the different character traits of Steve Trevor. And on the whiteboard, they went Steve Trevor dash pilot. And that's his pilot and lover. Right. <laughs> and those are his only character traits. Yeah. Because he's like, plane, plane, plane. I got to see planes. Oh, we're going to the Smithsonian planes. I'm a pilot, you know. I, I fly planes. I'm a pilot. I'm like, like, it's not a lot of what he did in the first movie. Yeah. And now suddenly he's hell bent on like, gotta get a plane.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um. So what the mall sequence at the beginning of the movie?
0: I hate it. I <laughs> also hate it. I think it's terrible. I think that there's probably a time like when I first watched it where I was like, oh, it has its moments. Oh, I hated. The- I no Everything longer. About this scene. I no longer think that it has its moments. The lasso is way too crazy. Like yeah. I, I can't. It's so distracting too. Like it's just going everywhere. That's that's not why I hate this scene. And then when she's swinging, it looks so weird. Yeah. Like and I don't even know what to like. It looks like they took like a photo of her and like dragged it across the screen. Because mm. she like doesn't move. Until she's about to land. Her interaction with like the little girl. I don't like it.
1: No. The very cartoonish goon guys. I, that's terrible.
0: When the one guy like kind of accidentally starts holding this girl over the edge. And he's like oh, I can't hold her anymore. Oh, Still, What? <laughs>
1: yeah it sucks.
0: And it's the fact that
1: this scene is what sets up the plot of the movie. You're like mm-hmm. oh.
0: Well, wow. uh, the only thing that I'll give it is that it's cool that she uses her tr as a boomerang, finally. Mm-hmm. But then it's mm-hmm. to destroy the security camera so that no one knows that it was her, but everyone's looking at her and she's winking at people. Yeah, don't that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. here is
0: something else I don't like about this movie. I think Kristen Wiig is a fine actress. I also think that she's not unattractive. Which the movie will have you believe is not true for the first third. Where they're like, oh, look at look at, look at, at Barbara Minerva. Like how unattractive she is and no one talks to her and she's so ugly. And, and <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're not ugly. You're a very <laughs> good looking woman. And it's so... This trope happens in a lot of movies. Especially, I find it happens a lot with Rebel Wilson. In movies where they're like, oh, she's so ugly and no one wants to look at her. That's not true. Mm. And it, like, I don't know, man it's so weird that especially to choose an actress like this and then try to do that. It's like, it doesn't make sense. And then also when she gets to the wishing stone, she's like, I wish to be like D- Diana, who by the way is a total loner. But then the wishing stone is like, no, I got you fam. And everyone starts talking to her and everyone's her friend. And I'm like, that's uh, that's not what it's like. <laughs> actually." Yeah. I, I, what I do like, is with the wishing stone that it's that give and take thing where i'll give yeah. you your wish but i'm going to take something in return and i like when it happens in subtle ways like at the beginning when the guy's like oh i wish i had a coffee haha <laughs> and then someone's like hey i got an extra coffee who wants it and he grabs it but it's too hot yeah. and i'm like i like that that's that's subtle subtle storytelling and i and i appreciate that um and even the first time i watched it when they go into the garage and she goes to pull the lock on the garage door but it doesn't happen right away i didn't clue in the first time that like oh she's losing her strength because she got her boyfriend back but upon rewatching it's like oh no they were telling us that before it was blatantly obvious and i thought that, that yeah. was kind of cool no yeah uh i don't like the invisible jet bit it's cool that she has an invisible jet but be, but having to be like I've only done this once, but let me try it on an airplane while we're flying. That's going to hide us from radar somehow. Which I'm pretty sure that's not how radar works, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's true. Yeah, I don't know. The gold suit is really bad. It's true. (laughs) And. It is. And the setup for it is really clunky. Like, there was this Amazonian who got attacked, but she was wearing this suit. Uh, other stuff (laughs) and she's like oh there's something in my closet there and then you see it and you're like oh so you just have it yeah and then she puts it on later and it's like well i like the other suit better (laughs) yeah i'd agree
1: yeah okay so with cheetah Mm -hmm. I, i think it's really funny that we spend most of the movie being like this is Not our main bad guy, because we know who our main bad guy is, I think, like, yeah, yeah, in Pedro Pascal. But, like, this is the one that is, like, the main one that we see for, like, so much time. And then it's just, like, oh, no, we're done with that now. (laughs) And you're, like, so nothing happens? with, It's just over?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: we're just done. And She's, like, the wishing stone is giving her the powers. And, like, so obviously she's a cheetah.
0: It's because she liked the leopard print boots at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> why
1: would that be? Like, oh, so I I could be a cheetah, that'd be cool. Like,
0: what? Why though? Also, why? <laughs> what I find is so strange is Maxwell Lord's like everyone tell everyone you know wish your wish and it'll come true and I'll take some of your life force and stuff, and then Diana's like, you need to renounce your wish because you're all selfish are they are they like yeah I totally believe you know what they show in the movie like I wish you were dead type of thing but you think that of the entire planet that no one was like I wish that world hunger was over (laughs) and then Diana's like you're being selfish renounce your wish and then, I guess apparently, whoever said, I wish that World Hunger was over went, you're right, that was selfish. <laughs> I renounced my wish for World Hunger to be over. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's it's kind of dumb. But, uh, I, it, also, the fact that it's like, everyone renounce your wish, you're selfish. And that the fact that there are definitely people who have wished for selfish things are probably not going to be like, oh, yeah. you're right, I'm, I'm so sorry. Let's take that back, actually. I wanted a million dollars, and I have it. But you're right, I am selfish. So I'm going to send that back because you said so on TV. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because everyone had to renounce their wish for this to work, right? So I guess everyone, (laughs) every single person on the planet was nice enough to renounce their wish. And it's
0: like, yeah. And let's just talk about the weirdest fact about just the existence of this movie. Where Wonder Woman's like, I didn't do anything for a hundred years because I was upset at mankind. That's not true. Like, you clearly did something in 1984. <laughs> yeah. And to a global level. Like <laughs> yeah. No one's gonna... Like, you think that everyone just forgot about the time when everyone's wishes came true? And then <laughs> yeah. this this Israeli woman's voice came over the global broadcast and was like, you're being selfish. Give up your wishes. And everyone was like, I'll forget about this tomorrow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Also, um... Uh, okay, we talked about... Uh, uh, Chris, Chris... Uh, Pine. Chris Pine. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, we talked talking about Chris Pine uh, before. I think, while Chris Pine is not bad in this movie, uh, I think the way he comes back oh. is so... The quantum leap
0: thing? Yeah.
1: yeah. And
0: There's a lot of questions. There's yeah, a lot of
1: moral questionability. But also leads to the most... Underwhelmingly or, or uh, anticlimactic climaxes of Diana's story when she's like, "I renounce my wish," and he he's like, "Okay, goodbye," and then kind of backs up, and then just wanders off like a lost child. And it's like,
0: well, okay. <laughs> I'll say this in in defense of it. I uh, I'm totally cool with Wonder Woman flying, and I feel like that scene was not that bad. Flying. Right after she renounces the wish, and that oh. she jumps and starts flying. Yeah. Oh, what do you think of uh, Pedro Pascal? He's got his moments. I, I I do enjoy him being the corny life is good, but it can be better <laughs> on TV. Um. But a lot of like a lot of him being serious, I don't take him seriously.
1: <laughs> I I agree. I don't ever take him seriously in this movie. But I feel like viewing it with the lens of not taking this movie seriously, he's actually pretty enjoyable. Not in like a like trying to appreciate a movie way, but in a way of like, this movie's not very good. I need something. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, I like your scenes because they're at least energetic.
0: I'll tell you what, he is better than the kid that plays his kid. That just does <laughs> nothing. Yeah, there's a the moment where he's like, "Go wait outside." alistair i think his name is but alistair just doesn't leave like first of all just make sure that your kid left the room before you yell at a guy right yeah and then uh the guy's like you're a loser maxwell and he walks out and he turns around his kid's still there and the kid is i'm sure he's supposed to be like really upset that his dad's getting yelled at and called a loser but he's just has the, the most blank expression on his face <laughs> yeah and props to Paper for being like no you can't listen to him he's a liar He's a liar. I see see the pain you're going through. (laughs) (laughs) Don't believe him.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Move on? I can move on. All right. It's a banger. Absolutely. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm -hmm. Otherwise known as the Snyder Cut. Not technically part of the DCU, but we're
1: talking about it anyway because it's It's good.
0: Well, with multiverse logic, it's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> it is incredible how much better Justice League could have been. <laughs> I know, it's insane, man. And, you know, as excited as I was to watch this when they were like, oh, it's finally happening. Especially when they announced that it was, like, over four hours. I was like, oh, dear. See, that's a daunting task. Me, they were
1: like, we're doing it. And I was, like, in on the, like... Not in on it, it as I was tweeting everywhere. Hashtag release a Yeah. But I was like up up with the news and all that. Yeah. Like throughout the entire thing. So that was pretty sweet. But so when it finally was announced, that was like just unparalleled levels of excitement at the time. It was exciting. And yes. then when they announced it was four hours, I thought it was unparalleled level of excitement. But it was, it, it, it went up even more because <laughs> I'm like four hours. Let's
0: go. I was so excited and uh, it paid off. I really like that the the aspect ratio choice. Yes, especially with them saying the like, uh, you know, things are are big, they're taller. We got people mm-hmm. flying in the sky, so we want a lot of that vertical mm-hmm. emphasis put on here. And what's also interesting about this movie is finding out the stuff that's in this that was also in the original. Yeah, that I was like, oh, Joss, what did you do? Okay, overall. This Zack Snyder's version is really good. Absolutely. But there's a couple things that I was like, I didn't think that that was you. <laughs> and quite frankly, I, I still don't love it. Uh, I think Flash Trip's too much. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's, that's the big one. But they make up for it with a lot of really great stuff. The biggest change, I think, being Cyborg. Oh my goodness. Who is actually someone... Okay, what what was weird is
1: I don't care about Cyborg. Like, yeah, I just don't. I just don't have any interest in the character. I just, I just, there's no part of me that's like, oh man, Cyborg's so cool. I love Cyborg. He's awesome. It just, it's non-existent. I don't, I don't care. I, don't, I just, I just don't. It doesn't interest me. Especially because I watched Justice League, right? And I was like, this character, he doesn't do anything. He's lame. He raises his one
0: eyebrow a bit and goes, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing here.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's in my toes hurt. I can't even feel my toes. It. <laughs> it's hilarious. Anyway, um. And then this movie, I'm like, oh, Cyborg is, like, maybe the best character in the movie? My goodness. It's it's incredible, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole section with his story and everything is, like... It's probably my favorite part of the movie. It's amazing.
0: Oh, and also, we get to see him do something that, uh, like, doesn't happen a lot in Justice League. Which is that he, like, helps people. Yeah. Like, I think the Russian family... Is the only people that we see get helped or saved in that movie. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, actually. And to see, like, Cyborg, so like, looking at, like, like all the money there, and he sees his family who's struggling, he's like, yo, like, up your bank balance mm-hmm. because you clearly need it, and these guys don't. And for the visuals in, the, in that sequence, when he's, like, in the net. Mm hmm. Oh, and the,
1: the music, man. Really
0: cool. <laughs> the
1: music is so good in this movie. And, like, especially thinking of Cyborg as well. mm mm-hmm. And now this was... Uh, I don't think Hans Zimmer worked on it. I think it was just Tom Hockenborg, right? I mean, with his inspiration from yeah. working with Hans Zimmer in the past, obviously Hans Zimmer was there in spirit, right? But, like, man, he did an incredible job. And I'm... Because we're talking about Cyborg, I'm specifically thinking of Cyborg as well. Mm-hmm. And he's got, like, new themes for all the the characters, as well as keeping, like, a musical style, like, continuity with the last two movies. Yeah, it's great.
0: Another big upgrade is the
1: Flash. Oh my goodness. Flash? Okay, here's the weird thing. Flash and Cyborg are the worst characters in (laughs) Justice League, right? They're the worst. They they help, not at all. Don't talk about the Russian family. Don't even bring that up, okay? (laughs) That doesn't count. They don't do anything. In this movie, I'm going to say it, but they're probably the two most important characters of the movie at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, without Cyborg, you've got nothing. Yeah. N- y- it doesn't work. You-, you lose, right? And they do. And they do lose. And the Flash <laughs> is the entire reason why everyone's still living.
0: It's like... Wh- that scene's really cool. Oh, that seems so when good. he's running on nothing, so and every good. time his foot lands, it like creates matter in front of him. It,
1: it's one of those scenes that, again, like every time YouTube recommends it to me, I'm like, I got time. It's so good, man. This movie, ah, oh, this movie.
0: The other one, and this what a small detail, but when they're resurrecting Superman, and he's running, and the box hits the goo. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of backs up time mm-hmm. so that it's the impact yeah. point when he touches. I'm like, wow. It's so good. Also, they have Cyborg have that realization of like, oh, we're all going to die when this happens. And then he goes, no, right as the Flash starts running. Mm-hmm. That's half there in the Justice League. And it's really weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so then to see like the context for that, it's like, oh. Yeah, and then it feels really uneasy when Superman is there because mm-hmm. you're like, Cyborg just saw some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like this might be a really bad idea, which I know we've talked about, but this might actually be a really bad <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah.
1: Oof. Oh, and the scene when Superman comes back. I'm just gonna say this, but I don't think this line is like good in either version specifically but it's when Wonder Woman yells like "Kella no." It I the delivery's not it's just it's so awkward. However, I can't believe that they reshot that line delivery or went with the more awkward shot in Justice League. It's 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 a different take of when the, when she says that. And I don't think it's good either, but it's like it's noticeably less awkward in the Snyder cut I'm like, "Why did you?" Like she get might
0: be day? actually talking to someone. Yeah, about... it's it's so weird.
1: Like why would you reshoot that? That's such a small little clip, right? Like, I don't know. Anyway, but this movie, oh my goodness! I like good. black
0: suit Superman. I love that was a Superman. good choice.
1: Yep. Again, the music is amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's So good.
0: Uh, I like <sighs> the dark side's part of it. Yes. Uh, I like Steppenwolf doing FaceTime with with dark side. Uh, yeah, that's so cool. Also,
1: Steppenwolf with actual like motivations. Yeah, is incredible. And like good like well-written motivations like he's an actual character and i'm like it's 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 crazy how much more depth his character has than what the other one was
0: and my favorite improvement is the fact that if superman didn't show up yeah they still would have killed him oh yeah there's no clapping him he, he, he just <laughs> superman just came to help out yeah he's like you know what? i'm feeling a little lonely i'm gonna hang out with my friends yeah exactly <laughs> Because, yeah, it, it's so weird, the choices they made. I
1: know, man. But it's so good. And the visual effects in this movie.
0: Pretty solid.
1: Steppenwolf looks amazing. Yeah. Like, he looks amazing. I'm not even saying he looks, like, okay or looks better, but, like, he looks incredible.
0: He also looks more menacing. I know. Dude's covered in knives.
1: <laughs> I know. It's amazing. Wow. They do such a good job. I, like, I, wow, yeah. I just, I, I, know we probably won't, so I've, I'm content with what we have, but I would, I would love nothing more, well, in terms of DC movies anyway, I'd love nothing more than for part them two. to make a part two.
0: Yeah. I'd like that too. Oh,
1: that would be amazing. I, I would honestly prefer a part two over a new DC universe. <laughs> Just because I think these movies are so amazing. Although the new DC movies universe is probably going to be good too, hopefully. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Saw so this movie. No. With the reality of it being four hours and them having not cut any scene that they filmed. There are some stuff that they could have cut. The and, and this is the one that everyone picks on. But maybe it's for a reason too. The, the Nordic girls yeah, singing yeah, yeah. as Aquaman goes swinging. It's so long. It <laughs> is. <laughs> it's like okay that's uh, the
1: only thing that I think that they probably should have cut I'm like you can you can cut other stuff but I mean the point of this isn't to be like alright let's have a, a shortened version of what Zack Snyder wanted the point of this movie is to be like this is exactly what Zack Snyder wanted down to like every scene and yeah. I think that's what's so unique about it yeah but yeah the, the singing is like
0: <laughs> wait, I could get rid of this actually yeah, yeah and every scene that, that takes place in both just looks better in this version. It does. It does. Oh, also the fla- the opening flash scene where he like oh, so twists good. out of his shoes. It's so good. And like pushes through the glass, which like flexes until it snaps. Yeah. That hot dog is kind of weird, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. That's a cool, it's a cool moment. Yeah. And yeah. looking ahead to the new DCU. Let's mm-hmm. look at the movie that convinced them to, to hire James Gunn. In the Suicide Squad. Oh. Wow. You know, back to back, (laughs) we're just going, hey, we know that that was upsetting. We'll do it better this time. And it is better. The Suicide Squad is really (laughs) solid. I love this movie
1: so much. So much. It's it's so good. I, I, I like Guardians better. James Gunn comparing. Yeah. But like...
0: Man, what a fun movie. And this gives me a ton of confidence for what's coming up. Absolutely. Especially given the characters that they chose to use. Mm-hmm. I knew who Polka Dot Man was before watching this movie. Never thought that I would see him <laughs> in a movie. I had never heard of Peacemaker. I'd never heard of Bloodsport. I'd never heard of Ratcatcher 2. Not even Ratcatcher 1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you Keeping know, Harley Quinn was obviously obviously a thing that they were gonna do and here's something that I think just because you mentioned Harley Quinn there's a, a little thing that between Suicide Squad Birds of Prey and The Suicide Squad that Jai Courtney's in all three in Birds of Prey he's just on a wanted poster but and they make it obvious about Jai he's Australian and they have they make jokes about that in The Suicide Squad the first Suicide Squad movie yeah Margot Robbie is also Australian, so like they kind of like know each other, and they're from the same country, so they like interact in all three movies, kind of because they're from the same place. And I thought I was like, "That's fun," Mm -hmm. but also it was so beautiful when Captain Boomerang just got obliterated, along with that that entire team. (laughs) What a way to start the movie! Oh my goodness, just right into it. That was crazy. What I thought was really funny is we see. Task Force X, like the the government workers, and Mm -hmm. they're placing bets on all this person's going to make it, this person's toast. And I'm like, that's hilarious because that's exactly what all of us did (laughs) right before watching the movie. (laughs) We're like, honestly, that guy's probably going to die. This guy's (laughs) probably going to live, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, what I thought, what I thought was pretty good about the advertising was it wasn't blatantly obvious. Oh well, one, I didn't think that it was obvious that there were two separate teams. And I think the big part of that is the fact that Harley Quinn is on both. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty smart. Uh, and it also wasn't obvious, I think, specifically who was going to die. Except maybe Javelin, because Harley Quinn is carrying said Javelin in a lot of the trailers. Mm, I didn't even think about that. Um, but then to have the movie start, it's like, oh, you're killing like all of these guys. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. cool.
1: <laughs> the detachable kid. That was my
0: favorite. Oh, I love that they, they're shooting his arms and he's just flailing on the ground. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, It's good stuff. Uh,
0: and look, I don't hate Pete Davidson. But I don't really like him either. Uh-huh. So to watch him have his face just removed from his head. <laughs> I was alright with that. Uh, wow, well, yeah. Uh, yeah, the violence in this movie is really fun. I right.
1: think the violence in this movie is so good because it feels like this is the most, like, a, a comic book movie has had, like, comic book feeling violence. Yeah. Like, you know you watch a comic book movie and um, they get to an action scene. And sometimes you're like, oh, that's a very comic booky action scene. Right? But I'm like, I'm just talking about, like, the way the blood looks. Feels like I'm watching a comic book. Yeah. It's just so fun. Or, like, Mortal Kombat kind of blood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just that very stylized nature. It's It's a blast.
0: Yeah. I love when they... When they're going through the rebels' camp yeah. and killing everyone, <laughs> and Peacemaker and Bloodsport are making like a contest out of it. Yeah. Oh, and their their kind of rivalry is is really fun to watch back and forth.
1: Yeah. Uh. This is the, this is uh Idris was That's the same character as Will
0: Smith, right? No. It was gonna be. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. But then they thought that Will might come back at some point. Because at this point, they was, didn't know that they were rebooting. What was his
1: name in Suicide Squad?
0: Uh, Deadshot.
1: Oh, Deadshot. This is Bloodsport. That's yes. right. I, I forgot it was Deadshot now. Yeah, okay, that makes sense.
0: Uh, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag is immensely better It's not even comparable. Movie.
1: <laughs> it's not even comparable.
0: Uh, even just like at the beginning, which also, some of the so cool at the beginning is you follow Michael Rucker as Savant, Mm-hmm. And you kind of get an inkling, like, oh, this is one of the characters that we're going to be following for a while. Yeah. Until his head gets uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, when he meets Rick Flag for the first time, he's, like, shaking hands, and he's, like, the brother and sister's for the next few days, and he's just kind of, like, a cool guy. Yeah. Who, you know, he's a bit no-nonsense, but also he's not, like, a dick to the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So.
1: No, yeah, for sure. He's
0: just a lot better. And, uh. I think,
1: like. Even Margot Robbie, yeah. even if you like Margot Robbie in Suicide Squad, it's incomparable between like this movie and the last movie. Everyone is, is so much
0: better. It's the writing.
1: It's, yeah, the writing and the directing, man.
0: Harley Quinn breaking out of the complex there. The scene is so when, good. Which is funny. That's and at so the end, good. She's just massacring the people and there's like cartoon flowers and birdies yeah, yeah. showing up yeah dude that's perfect that's what we're looking for here and
1: then the, and then, like oh what are you guys doing here like oh we're here to rescue you what is it like, oh
0: interesting yeah
1: <laughs> it's fun
0: uh soundtrack like licensed songs in this movie is pretty solid it is and what's really cool that they do in this is it'll be playing as like a background to the mm-hmm. movie and then it'll snap into actual diegetic, like, music that the characters yeah, are yeah. actually listening to. And I'm like, that is kind of cool. It is awesome. And I actually. do like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and the, the score as well. John Murphy. John Murphy, that's what it was. I was like, John something. Uh, and I guess James Gunn must have liked what he did because he got him to do the next Guardians movie. Which I am not sad about anymore. I used to be sad about it, but... <laughs> He did a good job. But this movie, the soundtrack is... Or score as well is pretty fun. Yeah.
0: I can't believe that they pulled off Starro. I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe that they pulled off half of... Like, I can't believe they pulled off Polka Dot
1: Man. And made me, like, emotionally attached to this t- s- s- ridiculous character. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. Character like King Shark. And I'm like, you are my favorite character in the world. <laughs> oh... I love King Shark so much in this movie, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's like, that's almost like Anthony Starr's homeland. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. just kidding. But it's it's so it's so good. But I love King Shark so much that there's the scene where he um, meets the I can't remember what the they're little called. fish things. Yeah, little fish things, and it's so sweet. I cry in this scene because he's like, I have friends, and then they start eating him, and I'm like, that's so sad. He's so innocent. I mean, he's not, but like he's my beautiful little boy, you know what I'm saying? Like do you know have to protect him. It, it like it brings a tear to, to my eye because I feel so sad for him. It's like I, I have more friends. Like fish friends. Yeah. And then they betray him. You know, betray his heart. It's sad. I love this movie so much. I don't I'm sorry if you if you don't understand that, but I love this movie.
0: It's so good. It's it's really great. Yeah. And, man, this, like, it gives me so much hope going into this new DC universe mm-hmm. because, one, I I feel like DC has so much potential to be darker. You know, if Marvel's for the kids, DC can be for the adults, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there's so much potential to do that. And this does, like, this is an R-rated movie, mm-hmm. but at no point was I ever like, ooh, you could dial that back a little bit.
1: I mean it, it, well what do you say there's this right right before the camp massacre the guy walks out of his tent and I'm like he could be wearing pants Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> fair
0: enough <laughs> um, but like the blood never felt like too gross even when King Shark rips a guy in half yeah. it's like oh that does look kind of cool <laughs> well that's what I'm saying it, it feels like it's not like insane amounts of
1: like Scorsese violence where it's like just it, they're going for realism or something yeah. you know what I'm saying they're just like, we're going to give you some Mortal Kombat blood. You okay with that? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun.
0: But then even to bring in the characters that like people haven't heard of and make them super interesting.
1: I know. Like Peacemaker. I was like, I've never heard of Peacemaker before this. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, what an interesting character. Yes. Also, twist that I, I didn't even think about. So that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a good movie. It just, Elba does such a good job. I just want to say that. We didn't talk about that, but yeah.
0: Now, something, when I watched Suicide Squad, the post-credit scene is that Peacemaker is alive. Mm -hmm. And he's going to return in his own TV show. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh no.
1: (laughs) I kind of liked that too. I,
0: uh, I kind of liked it better when he died. Yeah. And then I watched the show Peacemaker. And it was so good that, that any complaint that I had is completely out the window.
1: Yeah. I still haven't watched Peacemaker. Will someday, but I haven't yet.
0: I'll forgive you for that. Yeah. I thought the soundtrack, like the licensed songs in Suicide Squad were good. Peacemaker is is, is even better. I've and, seen the opening, though. Yes. And that <laughs> uh, I heard they said, uh, James was like, I want to make it an, an intro that's unskippable like you have to watch it every time and i went you know what i don't usually skip intros but i believe that you have nailed it sir yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah. and what they did with his character and now re-watching the suicide squad in light of like the the journey that he goes on in the show that takes place after the movie Mm -hmm. he's just all the more interesting yeah and, uh, the violence is really great in the show. He he has, like, different helmets that have different powers. Oh, I, 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 I saw stuff like that. I know, I know, I've seen a lot of stuff about the show, but I
1: haven't watched it. And it's That's scary.
0: great. Uh, the cast of characters that are, like, his, like, government supervisors, I guess. Which mm-hmm. is, so, uh, Steve Agee and Jennifer Harcourt. Mm-hmm. Nope. Jennifer Holland who plays Amelia Harcourt. Uh, <laughs> I see the confusion. Uh, they show up in a bunch of stuff after this, too. Specifically, the Shazam postcard scene. A bunch of stuff? Is that just one thing? Yeah, uh, and she's in Black Adam as well. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Okay. But those two are so freaking funny. <laughs> and especially Steve Agee as John Economos. He's... He's he's you know to translate kind of the the king sharks king shark stuff over to peacemaker, yeah. he's the big oath that you just can't help but love. <laughs> yeah oh also at the end of each episode, after the credits, they have like alternate cuts of specific scenes from the episode, and those are both a really funny and B sometimes really impressive. Um, Peacemaker's dad gets thrown in prison so that they can cover up something that happened. Right. And he gets really mad. And in the episode he starts listing off a bunch of people that could have gone to prison instead of his dad. Yeah. And then the post credit scene is him doing the list even longer. And it's like holding on him and he's just listing off names. And it's like I would have run out of names in like fifteen seconds, probably. But he did it for like a (laughs) full ninety seconds. It's yeah. like really
1: impressive. I I've heard from people that I've talked about the show that uh, it what like what do you think about this? It goes a little too far with James Gunn type humor, like James Gunn R rated humor, and he's like has too much, like 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 I've heard that he's better with PG thirteen humor when he has like something to hold him back, and he just doesn't make like. Um, like potty jokes all the time because I've heard that Peacemaker is just like unhinged potty jokes and then that's kind of obnoxious what do you think about that as someone who watched that, it
0: I don't know that I would call them potty jokes necessarily uh, I think if it wasn't John Cena maybe it would be oh, maybe yeah. it would be too yeah. much but the casting was also great in that character oh absolutely yeah. just
1: just from Suicide what he's amazing
0: the show <laughs> yeah the success and beyond. The finale is also really, really great. It's been out for a while, so
1: we can spoil it because we've been spoiling all this other stuff.
0: Yeah. But um, oh. in, well, they go to take out the butterflies in in this compound, and John Economos like jumps over a fence in this big heroic moment, like he's finally gonna do something, and he he jumps over the fence, just immediately breaks his leg, like bones sticking out through the shin and everything. <laughs> It's so stupid, but it's so funny.
1: What did you think of uh, a couple of
0: Justice League members? Uh, really funny that they're just standing there in silhouette. And then just to end that off with a joke where the Flash actually believes that Aquaman has sex with fish. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, and there's a, there's a lot of that too where they make jokes about like what, what the Justice League superheroes actually do. Like how Batman's a wimp because he he always just puts his his enemies in prison instead of actually dealing with the problem, which is also really funny knowing that the Batman in this universe kills people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: true yeah
0: yeah going in I, I was like I don't know because I really thought that him dying in the suicide squad was like a really solid kind of wrap up to to his to his story. And how it influenced Bloodsport and Ratcatcher 2's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then watching the show and I went, you know what, you can have a pass because yeah. you freaking nailed it. Nice. Moving on <laughs> to Black Adam. And I simply have one question for you. Oh jeez. Based on all of the advertising that Dwayne Johnson did. Uh do you feel that the hierarchy <laughs> in the DC universe was changed after this movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because it wasn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say this, though. When we watched it, I haven't, I haven't watched it, like, like after we came up. I didn't watch it until we did this episode yeah. in theaters. Um, but the speakers, the speakers were, were broken, totally junked. So we couldn't hear, like, what the actual dialogue was because it was just, like, bass whenever anyone was talking and we couldn't make out words. But, wow, uh, that didn't change when I heard the dialogue. The dialogue doesn't matter apparently
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh what i what i did like is when the justice society is flying to to kandak and cyclone and and adam smasher like what do you do wind what do you do i grow that's all you had to say mm-hmm. they do all this whole introduction where he's like this is al whatever and then he was the nephew of the original adam smasher I don't we don't need to I don't actually care I'll be honest with
1: you <laughs> that makes no difference to me whose nephew he is
0: uh I think that that interaction of like I do wind I grow that's great like mm-hmm. that's what you should be doing for a lot of the stuff we'll put it together you're gonna show us what you do yeah right? exactly uh Adam Smasher. I think they put on the suit and they went hmm. Could be more like Deadpool. Kind of looks like Deadpool. <laughs> and then they tried to do that. Too, too many of these movies are like, we should try a new Deadpool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I, I swear it's just the Deadpool mask. Yeah. Just repainted.
0: Yeah. What do you think of Pierce Brosnan? As I'm so happy Dr. that he paid. got paid for this because that's the only reason he's there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Man of the hour, Dwayne Johnson. Could have done a whole lot worse. Absolutely. I don't, I don't mind him at all. Uh, and it, it is, I think, a situation of doing the best with what he's given. Because Black Adam is a villain. Mm-hmm. And they spend a lot of this movie trying to convince you that he's not. And they
1: spend a lot of it with a kid trying to convince you that he's not. I'm like, why is this kid still
0: here? Nice. <laughs> I'm over it. And also... The big reason of, like, he's not a hero. Heroes don't kill people. Doc, if you watch <laughs> the past... <laughs> like, that's not true. Like, I know you'd like it to be in this universe, but with everything that's come before, there's a lot of death Yeah, at the hands of our heroes. Yeah. So that excuse doesn't work no, see, in that this movie. That's not it. And yeah. also, he doesn't kill anyone good. No. Everyone he kills are, like... Terrorists, yeah, and oppressors. It's the same people that would die in other superhero movies. Yeah, and then they're like, "You shouldn't be killing these people." Well, <laughs> instead of try to convince them to leave, <laughs> and they have very powerful guns.
1: <laughs> I, I do, I do feel bad for uh, Dwayne Johnson, though. I'm going to be honest with you, for trying to get to be this character for like so many years, <laughs> and then he finally gets to do it, and this is the movie that he's waited, like, a, over a decade for. Yeah. It's like, wow, I'm sorry, man. And then that's it. He's done. Like, continuity's over now. But yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Costume looks cool. Yeah, that's not bad. I like. We got a meme shot out of it, though, with his
0: forehead <laughs> to the camera. So that's probably the best part of the movie. I know this what a lot of people compared to... Oppenheimer too, when they were sitting in front row in IMAX. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like the the normal people that he kind of teams up with. Also, sexy Jafar from Aladdin's in this movie is the bad guy. Yeah, way too obvious. So obvious, man. <laughs> can can we get a little bit of suspense? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. But the kid's mom, I don't think that she's terrible. But his uncle, the, the big guy with the beard, yeah. it felt like they were trying so hard to make him funny. Yeah. And they really overshot it every single time. <laughs> they did. They did. Having him belt out baby come back, as his sister leaves the van, by the way, <laughs> not not his romantic interest, Uh, that's not very funny. No <laughs> just the entire family get them like
1: why are they still here? that's why I'm wondering why are they here?
0: yeah you know who I actually just don't like in this movie is Hawkman I'd agree yeah maybe like when he when listen, listen when for you, two minutes yeah. instead of walking and being like I gotta fight you I to put you down mm, like no <laughs> and then he was like, oh, the only way out of this
1: is if I die. And I'm like, oh, thank gosh! <laughs> and then Pierce Brosnan's like, actually, I I'm think not I'm coming back. Done filming evil. now, so <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, Pierce,
0: stay back, let this happen. Huh. Oh, and then genuinely a pretty cool mid-credit sequence with the return of Henry Cavill as right? Superman, and, yeah. and he was. We were like, oh, he's back. We're back, baby. Let's go. And then two weeks later, they're like, actually, we're ending the DC universe, (laughs) Uh, and we're rebooting. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah, that was the biggest. Especially for Henry Cavill. I feel really, because he was like, oh, it's so good to be back. I can't wait to see what the future holds in store. Nothing. Uh, Sorry that you dropped The Witcher for this, but but, uh, we're done. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, that's Black Adam. There you go. Now let's move on to a movie that Black Adam could have been in, but isn't. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah. Fury of the Gods. Now I actually don't mind this one. I think it's pretty mid. <laughs> as the kids say. Which means neither good or bad. I think I like it a little bit more than mid. Um, it's definitely a step out from Black Adam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like... <laughs> and, and look, again... Zachary Levi Shazam. Oh, that's great. Just that's enjoyable. Great. That's great. Good moments. Absolutely. Uh, I, I like moments of this movie. Adam Brody, who plays superhero Freddy, also yep. gets a lot more time to shine because he's only in the end of the first one. Yeah. And both him and Jack Dylan Grazer, as both aspects of Freddy, are really enjoyable to watch.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, Helen Mirren. So, Pier- Helen Mirren is the opposite of Pierce Brosnan. Where I feel like you could have said Helen Mirren actually didn't get paid. She just wanted to show up and be part of this movie. <laughs> she is just eating the scenery in yeah. every yeah. moment that she's in. I think she's got like weird contact lenses, so her eyes look really strange. Mm-hmm. But she's like just delightfully. Malicious in every line that she says, like, yeah. "Oh, you small child! Don't you know this was a trap?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Helen, please, <laughs> don't have too much fun." <laughs> yeah. And then there's Lucy lou who's just kind of there.
1: Yeah, true. Because uh, because I don't remember anyone anyone's names. <laughs> I've, I've said this multiple times, so don't be mad at me. But the girl with the red suit mary mary there you go thank you um i love that the actor for mary grew old enough to be like actually we don't need we don't need the shazam one anymore you're done we're just having the same person
0: now (laughs) it's like weird (laughs) okay also i can't remember if i mentioned this when talking about the first one but i really like the actors that play the foster parents Me me too i think they're a lot of fun and they continue to be so in this movie i'd agree absolutely uh, and again that that family dynamic and especially billy's journey in that is really nice and i i like that as a core for the movie where billy's scared that he's going to age out and that he's going to be forced to leave the the house when he mm-hmm. turns 18 in a few months so he's trying to like get the shazamly together to so they they know that they won't leave so that he has people to count on when he's out of the house mm-hmm. and then to realize like Oh no! There is no way that they were kicking you out. Like, they're in yeah. it for the long haul, dude. Yeah, that was nice. And then that's what inspires him. Like, oh, if they're if they're fully committed, then I can commit to to sacrificing myself to save my family and everyone else in Philadelphia. Now again, yeah. See that part
1: I love though. Mm-hmm. I love that part of the movie, like the family parts of this. That that's why I I love the first one, and I, that's what I love about this movie. I just think some of the other writing is kind of meh, but that family stuff is still great. That's the best part.
0: Now, I gave this movie the uh, STP award for why to do that. Yes. Because him dying at the end of this movie was bold, and I liked it. And also, you know that you're not making any more of Exactly.
1: <laughs> you're like, boom, nice little duology there. Nice ending, bow tie, sweet.
0: Like, I don't but... want to treat reshoots <laughs> like they're nothing. But you could have reshot the ending, you yes, know. Yeah. Have a funeral. The rest of the Shazam is like, we're gonna, we're gonna do this in honor of the one that we lost. Hoorah! Roll credits, right? Exactly. exactly. Nice. Little and then they time. brought back Wonder Woman,
1: and then very, she brought back <laughs> in a very
0: strange cameo. Yeah. I guess they wouldn't have done the Shazam because they didn't have their powers. But that doesn't matter. They can do good without superpowers. That's and the point, yeah, they don't need powers. Oh, it's so sloppy. It is. <laughs> and and they, I don't like they it. They
1: just butchered the ending. <laughs> I thought the dragon looked pretty sick though.
0: Made out of like wood? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was pretty sweet. I like the, the fight was cool. Yeah. I, it was cool. You know? Very cool. What do you
0: want me to say? Shazam fights a dragon. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh Gmon Hanse gets a lot more time to, to play as the wizard in this mm-hmm. as well. And uh I think that he's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I like him at times. I think that the outfit that he shows up in at the end of the movie <laughs> and they're like, Ooh, looking sharp. No he's no, not. No, no, no. <laughs> not true. <laughs> I don't like maybe it's just the hat, but I don't I don't like that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's not for me. <laughs> that's all good. But yeah. But I, I like him and Freddie having time together. Mm-hmm. I like the, when Freddy's like, you can't sneak because your knees crack because you're so old. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Also, I love that they continue the bit of superheroes, specifically Wonder Woman, having the head cut off in front yeah. of them. Yeah. All right. This will be exciting. Let us talk about the flash
1: more like the flush cuz you flushed that crap down the toilet all right
0: yeah sure <laughs> yeah so here here we put the blu-rays in between us as we're going through so that we can look at the movie that we're talking about and here's what i see on the cover of the blu-ray here Michael Keaton Batman the Batwing Sasha Ka Supergirl and Barry Allen as Future Flash in the red suit Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people like this, uh, but I don't think that Michael Keaton did a good job as Batman. I in don't movie. think he did a good job either. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, i uh, I think that it was, and this isn't even him, but I thought that the scene of him explaining how time travel works with the multiverse was pretty cool, with the spaghetti stuff. Yeah, I was like, "What? A, that's a cool way of of changing." Kind of what we expect from this to have this work to this story. Mm-hmm. It seems to you know, like it. Also, this is not the Michael Keaton Batman from the Michael Keaton Batman movies. Mm-hmm. But then he says lines, specifically the "Let's get nuts" line, which is very specifically from a movie that this character was not in. Which is also like terrible in the movie. By <laughs> way. It's really bad. All of the callback lines are really bad. And and specifically that one, it wouldn't be hard to work it in. You want to go and fight Zod, dude? What are you nuts? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's so much better. Not like, hey, are you with us? You want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. It's like what? No one was. No. What
1: are you? <laughs> or are even you, talking about? you don't need to say it.
0: Like even yeah. like what are you
1: nuts is subtle enough to be like this is a callback without being like what if I said the exact same thing this other person said
0: the years best ago. the best callback line was when he's putting the bomb on the bottom of the elevator and he goes how much do you weigh that was a great okay back. yeah 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 and uh, rewatching this I think that Sasha Kaye as supergirl is not that bad she does not have a lot to do
1: <laughs> I, I I can't say anything because I don't know what she's capable of because she doesn't do
0: anything. She's got a CGI fight scene <laughs> at the Russian base, and then she kind of takes off for a bit, and That's... then she shows up to to carry Barry into the lightning. Um, but in the moments where they're talking about like like when she's on the table and wakes up, and she's like explaining like her perspective on things, I was like, you know, this is actually this is not bad. And her like screaming at Zod when she finds out that he killed Clark. As a baby, which was a cool twist, by the way, I thought. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm alright with this, especially since you're yelling at no one, because despite being fourth on the cash sheet, Michael Shannon is not there. (laughs) Zod. (laughs) Wow. What like what a just.
1: They just destroyed his character. He <laughs> was so bad in this movie. Okay, okay, I'm gonna talk about Kryptonians now. Can I do that? I do yeah. talk about Kryptonians. Okay, before we were talking about Man of Steel in the last episode, I was like, I love that the big dude, the girl, and the other guys fighting are all the same strength. Relatively the same strength, right? Just because they're Kryptonians, and that's just... That's what their strength is. They're not yeah. strong because he's big. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um. Also, like, how long they take to defeat in Man of Steel uh, versus... Uh, this movie, where they're just like easy, easy goons. The girl, she dies like like nothing. You get stabbed, boom, done. Uh, but the and the the big bulkin hulkin dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's stronger because he's bulky now. It's like this is so stupid. But just the fact of how difficult they were to destroy, versus like oh Batman's like I got this. I'm like no you don't sir. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And he definitely doesn't, because he dies very quickly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, man.
0: I think someone in our theater was like, when Michael Keaton died, dude, I, I had tears. And I'm like, good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That, just I'm, that, not, uh, I'm not done talking about this man. movie. But this movie has my favorite ending that I could have ever hoped for. With the appearance of George Clooney as Bruce Wayne... Mm-hmm. And and that being so now, the reality is stuck in the universe of Batman and Robin. Oh, I cheered yes, in the theater because I was so happy that they did that. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. He's such a terrible Batman. <laughs> <clears throat> Although that scene does suffer heavily from. Ezra Miller's reshoot haircut. Yeah, he walks geez. out of the out of the courtroom, <laughs> and then, and then Bruce gets out of the car and he cuts back to him it's like, oh, you're a different person. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but uh yeah. I I think that like the flashpoint element I think was done just so terribly. I I, I hated it so much, and it's because like all oh, the world's ending. So here's what, here's what it is, right? Um is flashpoint is about like flashes goes back in time save his mom makes a selfish decision in the heat of a moment right yeah um and because of this the world is going to be destroyed right like it's you're done like literally the world's gonna destroy so in order to stop this he has to go back in time and convince his previous self who's in a passionate moment to not kill his mom like it's not, not just like save a, his mom. Or not, not save his mom. So essentially convince him to kill his mom or let his yeah. mom die. Which is like it, yeah it's it's not just he needs to be like alright I've now I've grown and I I know I, w- I shouldn't do this. But now he has to go back and explain how he has grown to his past self who is, hasn't gone through that growth yet. And I'm like that's brilliant. But in this one it's just like he's like, just, he's like nah it's good I don't know take off the can of tomatoes. I'm like that's that sucked. Yeah. Also, um, he's like, now I can save my dad because I can fix the security cameras. I'm like, did they not have like a clerk who sold him the can of tomatoes? Like anyone in the store who was working that day. Come on, guys.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if I had sold a guy a can of tomatoes thirty years ago, I wouldn't remember doing that, so.
1: No, but like it it would have been like that same like within the time like when he first went on trial right yeah. and even then like you wouldn't even try no apparently not they just they're not they're like oh there's no security camera footage we're good it's like yeah it's dumb um yeah I just yeah. Uh,
0: I thought it was really cool that uh, instead of the Amazons and Kryptonians nope Amazons and Atlanteans having a war that they did the Zod showing up again kind of that that happens in so many different timelines I I I think that's interesting and that the universe is so different that there's actually no way of of stopping it in this universe that it like this world just ends when Zod invades yeah because Superman's not in it
1: you see that's a cool idea they just did it so terribly because it's just the worst CG
0: CG blank desert
1: battle ever and it's like I, I feel nothing. Yeah. This is so bad. You, you've you done nothing. Like, I don't see Zod destroying the world right now. I see some a couple people dying. Yeah. Right? Like Supergirl. Yeah. And Batman. And it's like, well, yeah, that's a bummer, I guess. But, like, I don't feel anything. Yeah. Why not bring it back to the city where he's terraforming it and destroying it to, like, have that. And then see the world is no, it's just in the desert is cheaper
0: yeah that's so bad Uh, I think that when Barry goes back to move the canned tomatoes back in the moment with his mom I think that's a really nice moment I think that Ezra's actually doing a really solid job acting there Uh, I, I also like him when he realizes that this earth is doomed but past Barry keeps going and trying to fix it and getting mad that Future Barry's not going with him. I thought that that was pretty solid. Uh, as much as I don't like Michael Keaton's Batman, I think there's a great joke when they're in the Russian base and one of the scientists comes out the door and looks at him. And, <laughs> and Batman, like, lunges at him to try and scare him. But the Russian guy doesn't move an inch and, doesn't like, is completely unfazed by this. I thought that was pretty great. At the beginning... There's the scene with Batman where he's chasing the car. I think that's not very good, but I think that Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne, talking to Barry about the oh, potential the of time scene, travel. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's with the demon babies. <laughs> but but Bruce Wayne talking to Barry about time travel and, and like the implications of it, and even like seeing like when Barry's like, "I could go and save your parents," and you see kind of Bruce like think about that for a minute, like how different would my life be. If my parents didn't die. But then very quickly saying, not, nah, we need to leave things the way they are. Because you could re- there's too much at risk to be destroyed if you change things versus the benefit that could be gained from me having my parents. It's a very brief moment, but I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, the yeah. CGI in this movie is rough. It's probably... You don't have to say probably. You can say it is. It... The worst in, in any of these movies. Uh,
1: absolutely the worst in any of these movies. And it's probably my least favorite CGI that I've ever had to look at. I've seen worse CGI, but I've never been as like... Like, I've never felt like I've wanted to like actually vomit. Like, it's like <laughs> oh, I wanted to vomit because, like, yeah, but you're exaggerating. Like, literally, it makes me, like, nauseous looking at this disgusting movie. It's so <laughs> gross looking. Like, oh, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. It's, it's, ugh. Yeah. I just don't like it, man. just don't like it. There's a song where he first runs, and it's like a little piano at the beginning. um Like, when he first runs Back in Time. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is this movie going to have good music? And then they just never do anything like that again. And I was like, gosh, dang it. Because that was sweet. But then they just like, oh, what if we just didn't? And I'm like,
0: oh. I do like the, uh, it's not on... a... I don't think it's part of the score. I'm pretty sure it's a licensed song. But when he runs from Central City to Gotham at the beginning... First, actually, I think that looks pretty good. I think it looks disgusting. <laughs> uh, Appalling. And I, I like the little music that plays over that. I also think it's no. cool that they gave the detail where when he's running on the highway, he runs in the middle. So that like he's going in between the cars that are going either way. It's a little tension detail that I thought was was kind of nice. You look like you're in pain. So do you want to move on?
1: No, it's okay. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Let's move yes. on. Okay.
0: Let's move on. <laughs> the grand finale. <laughs> Aquaman out the with Lost a bang. Kingdom. Why don't you elaborate on that thought? Well, it was mostly sarcastic,
1: because I think this movie's kind of kind of trash uh but yeah so out with a bang literally though right because a mic drops and it goes like makes the mic drop sound so i think okay uh anyway wow we have some things in this movie uh so yeah i just watched the movie like as of recording it was like during this week um okay CGI, I thought the hair looked better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I still think it looks pretty bad. But definitely a step <laughs> up from the last movie. It's an improvement. And, hey, that's that's that. I mean, it's better than the last one, so at least they're learning there. I do think that every other thing about visual effects is worse than the last movie. Like, I think... There's, there's one thing that I think looked really good in this movie. And that was, like, the Jabba character. Remember when they go to that, um like uh
0: yeah like the cantina crime, the crime place, boss the
1: crime boss guy the fish guy who he puts like a bowl on his head yeah for some reason that guy has like way more detail and like natural movements than every other CGI thing in that movie
0: Who the heck was that
1: what didn't wasn't Martin Short that played him i think so yeah maybe i just recognized the voice i didn't look at i didn't read the credits i didn't pay attention that much but like i think he looked pretty good um which was really funny, because everything else in that scene looked so bad. There's these shark guards, and they were standing behind them, and they're doing this like, uh, you know in like a video game, where you're on like the lobby, and your character's just doing that like, or NPC like, movement, where they're just like, their arms are wiggling a bit, like ever so slightly, and it, as they're like, and that's what they were doing, I'm like, wow, that's rough. Also, immediately followed by me going like, oh, that guy looks pretty good. Is a shot of an explosion and Orm swimming to the camera and being like, "We need to go." And I'm like, "Why? That was not you, my man. That was CG. That was rubber. Like, what is this? The CW? What the heck was that?" I, went, I had to go like go back and watch it again. I'm like, "Jeez, that was like that. I would have expected that in the Flash. Like, yikes. Luckily, they didn't do that one specifically too much because whenever they do like the rubber CG looking guy, yeah. it's usually his face isn't to the camera." So I don't know why of this shot of him swimming after an explosion. It's like, oof. Um, yeah. Oh, can we talk about the forest scene? The what? The forest scene. with forest. the With the mutated yes. buggos. Yeah. Uh, okay, I do think that that was the worst CGI in the entire movie. The bugs were horrendous. Especially when Aquaman punches the bug after they cross a the bridge. I'm like, jeez, that was terrible. However, however. So, Jason Momoa, we talked about him in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, he's great in the first movie. And in this movie, uh, he has that relationship with his dad, right? I loved it so much. And that's how they start the movie, which, like, made me happy at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Which was the right way to start it, because I was into it. Um, and Jason... I'm not going to say anything bad about Jason Momoa, by the way, in case you're scared. But I enjoy him throughout this entire movie, but he is, like, not as good as the first movie. Uh, and then he breaks out his brother, um, and they get to the forest... And I swear he took so many drugs that day <laughs> during filming because out of note he was like pretty like tame for most of the movie, and then they get to the forest and out of nowhere he's like cackling, smiling. He's like just he's hopped up on something. I'm like I don't know what's the going fast on, drugs. but I love this yeah. so much. I don't love this place because it looks terrible, but I love this. And <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Orm. I love so much that of him like on land yeah and because like he's like so prejudiced against the surface so he never goes there right yeah so he doesn't know it and they're running away from the bugs and he's doing like the naruto run with his hands behind his back yeah. and Jason <laughs> was like or uh, aqua's like what are you doing he's like i've <laughs> never ran before i don't like that's amazing and the the bugs on the burger at the post crazy yeah that was i liked that so yeah i really liked their dynamic it was really fun
0: I think this movie would suck, like be really, really bad I, yeah, exactly. without Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson.
1: Again, I just said, like, I love their dynamic, yeah. but also when I first said my feelings, I thought this movie was kind of trash, except for that. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, you talk. Now. I yeah. Talk <laughs> I've had a lot of fun with this one. I, it doesn't meet the first movie. Not even close. But uh, I think it's a lot of fun to be had, uh, especially with those two. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II is back as Black Manta (laughs) and he plays it so weird and like I know like he's the writing is so bad kind of possessed the writing is so bad for his character (laughs) like what happened but also what I what I really like is that they didn't forget that he is completely incompetent and a total loser (laughs) so he again just gets destroyed yeah (laughs) uh when well, my favorite bad performance in this because quite frankly it's so bad that it's just funny is randall park as dr shin <laughs> i swear for the entire movie he's got one eyebrow up in like this confused <laughs> look yeah like he forgot what movie he showed up to every day <laughs> yeah and <laughs> like seeing him in atman or in wandavision Like, he's doing a good job. Like, he can do superhero movies, he can do this kind of comedy, Mm -hmm. but he's doing something else completely in this movie, (laughs) and honestly, I think it's really hilarious.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, ironically funny, because it's, like, I can't believe that this is real, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, they do this shot so many times in this movie, where Black mana uh, he's possessed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And what he, he's doing is he's talking to his reflection, like Venom, yeah. you know? He's the the undead king or whatever he is. I can't remember specifically what it was. Uh, but anyway, and he's talking about his evil plans out loud, right? As you do. As you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Randall Park's, like, staring at him in his room like, well, oh, you're bad. <laughs> and then Black Mana like, stares at Randall Park while he punches a button or something, and then the doors close over his face. And it's like, <laughs> ooh, dramatic. And they do it again. And then 20 minutes later, he's talking and Randall Park's still staring and they closed it again. I'm like, just keep your door closed, man. Like, like, what is going on? Why do we keep doing this? Oh, um, have you ever played like, uh, Mortal Kombat or Injustice, Injustice 2 or whatever? Yeah. yeah. You know how you start a match and you have the two characters that are going to fight each other and one shows up in like a little clip, says a line. Like a one line or whatever, the other one shows up in another little clip and responds, and then they fight. That happens so much in this movie. A <laughs> uh, black man shows up and it's like, oh look who it is, Aquaman again. And then we and then we cut to Aquaman being like, I don't even like know who you are. Like he doesn't say that, but like yeah. I can't remember exactly what he says. And then they fight. Specifically, it feels like we just watched two angles of that, and now we have the wide angle <laughs> as they have a two D fight, and it's like, wow, that's actually hilarious and then they do it again at the end of the movie you're like wow and then black Man just gets nerfed but yeah oh geez also uh i i think the dialogue in this movie is pretty horrendous for the most part um specifically you know when people make fun of marvel movies and are like oh well that just happened like that would be a line that's in a marvel movie you know what i'm saying yeah. that's this movie <laughs> aquaman gets like Randall Park's like, I, I have to tell you guys what's going on. And then he proceeds to explode in front of Aquaman. And Aquaman hits the ground and goes, oh, I hate when that happens. I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> I'm not really offended by this movie. I just don't think it's good and I'm whatever. But it's just like, wow. Where you... I think it's pretty bad, but I think there's some parts that are so bad it's almost fun. Yeah, And then Jason Momoa and uh, Patrick
0: Wilson are great together. Were you surprised at how much Amber Heard was in this movie? Nope. <laughs> really? She's barely in it. She's in it a lot more than I thought she was going to be. She's in like a
1: scene at the beginning, goes into a coma, and then shows up at the end.
0: She's in like seven scenes at the beginning before she goes into the coma. Yeah, but that's the beginning of the movie. She was in a, And then when she got shot, I was like, oh, she's dead. Okay, cool. <laughs> Not that I'm particularly invested in in her. You know, that trial was weird. <laughs> um but and then she came back at the end and i was like oh interesting that they kept you Mm -hmm. in this movie that's interesting uh john reese davies returns yeah as the (laughs) the king of the brine and my gosh is he delightful he's the best (laughs) you can and like it's just his voice so clearly he's just in like a sound (laughs) booth recording But I imagine him just, like, running around the room and screaming. I, I wish that... They cut off my same claw
1: again! I wish that he would have been, like, an on-set actor for this movie. <laughs> that would have been so fun. Oh, uh, I can't remember his name. But it's the guy who plays the Russian in Rocky IV. Uh, Dolph Lundgren. I think yeah. he's so bad. I think he's bad in both of these. He's so terrible in these <laughs> movies. Like, I'm like, I don't... This is just awful. Who casted you? These performances are horrendous like this delivery is very awful i'm not again like, you know, i don't care i don't care i kind of like it but it's, <laughs> at the same time it's like in this movie i've already like a lot of this movie i think is like pretty bad um so i wasn't like mad about it because i'm like if i'm watching a movie that i think is bad at that point the worse it gets the better it gets you know what i'm saying yeah. like if, if it's gonna be bad like try to make it like Goofy. At least goofy bad, you know what I'm saying? Instead of, like... Like, this is not, like, um, Suicide Squad, where I'm just, like, I hate life right now, right? Yeah. It's not that bad, where it's just unbearable. It's bad, but it's also kind of fun because of how bad it is sometimes. But then it's also fun because of how some stuff that they do pretty well in it, as well.
0: Yeah. I, ha- I have
1: oh. a... Sorry. Go for it. My favorite part, though, was the movie starts, and... and uh... It goes like, Aquaman, oh, The Lost City, or Lost Kingdom. Lost Kingdom? Lost yeah. City? Lost Kingdom. Time? Lost Kingdom, okay, jeez, yeah. wow. And the theme plays, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> let's go. Because I'm so sick and tired of sequel superhero movies being like, guess who's got a new theme? And I'm like, <laughs> dang it. But I'm like, ah, oh, musical continuity makes me happy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but also that theme is just epic. Agreed. And it was funny, because they bring, brought back Black Man theme as well. And it was like... His theme is so epic. Meanwhile, his character, specifically in this movie, is just so terrible.
0: He's the worst. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah. I, have, I have a theory about the end of the movie when he does the press conference. And, you know, Alanis and the surface need to work together to to save our planet, and we mm-hmm. want to share resources. It's the end of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but then he grabs the mic and goes, "I'm Aquaman." Wow. And he drops the mic. Here's what I think happened. I think they filmed that scene, they did it straight, and then as a joke, he picked up the mic, said, I'm man and screamed, and walked off camera, and they went, you know, <laughs> there's not going to be anything after this. So there's literally no harm in us throwing this in yeah. at the end of the movie. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: because that scene was so weird. <laughs> but also, I didn't hate it. It was it's so that, weird. It's that
0: Jason Momoa <laughs> charm, baby.
1: Oh, I love Jason Momoa. Oh jeez. Alright. We've
0: talked about it all. Yes. We gotta do rankings.
1: We gotta. I am excited. To luckily hear we both
0: have them prepared. Bingo. I wanna I wanna hear yours. You wanna hear mine first? Oh, I'm excited. Um yeah.
1: We're start we're starting at the bottom to the top.
0: We're start starting at the bottom. Okay. Alright. At the bottom I have Justice League.
1: That's completely fair.
0: And then Suicide Squad. That's fair. And it's in, I originally, when I put it down before I watched them, I had them in the opposite order, Mm -hmm. but I felt the potential from Suicide Squad, like I enjoyed Margot Robbie and Viola Davis more than I enjoyed anything in Justice League. And I thought Justice League was just more gross to look at.
1: It sucks. It sucks.
0: Uh, Then I got Wonder Woman
1: 1984.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then I got Black Adam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is where I get a little controversial here. I got Wonder Woman next. And, wow. Yeah. Uh, and then I have The Flash.
1: You think The Flash is better than Wonder Woman.
0: I do. Wow.
1: That's an interesting take.
0: Uh, then I have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then I have Shazam Fury of the Gods. Mm-hmm. All 2023. Back to back to back. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at number eight, so we're in the top half now, number eight I got Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have Batman vs. Superman, Don Justice. Mm-hmm. Again, the ultimate edition because mm-hmm. the theatrical cut is doo-doo. Yep. Then I have Birds of Prey and the Fantavis Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. hmm Then I have the Peacemaker TV show. Mm-hmm. And hmm number four, I have Zack Snyder's Justice League. hmm Number three, I have Aquaman. Wow. And number two, I have Shazam. Wow. And at number one, I have the Suicide Squad.
1: That's insane to me, but all right, let's <laughs> let's roll. That's sweet. Yeah. All right, you ready for mine? I am. All right. Uh, we have the same two at the bottom, just in different order. <laughs> yeah. I have Suicide Squad at the bottom, then followed by Justice League. The reason this is is because out of the two of them, I would rather rewatch. Su- I mean, I would rather rewatch Justice League than experience. The uh, abysmal film that is Suicide Squad. Next we have The Flash. I think it's truly horrendous and you get to go bottom three. Easy. Black Adam. Uh, Then we have Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, Followed by Birds of Prey. Again, I said I appreciate that it has its own style. I just don't like that style. Uh, Then we got Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. Shazam! Fear of the Gods. Followed by Aquaman. And then Shazam! And then number five is Wonder Woman uh, top four here Four we have Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice specifically the theatrical version yeah just kidding uh, then three Suicide Squad
0: the and Suicide Squad the,
1: sorry I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> the Suicide Squad what a, just name it something else please whatever it's fine and then number one and two are honestly tied but since I have to order it I'm gonna go two Man of Steel and one Zack Snyder's Justice League nice and there we go there we go. I mean, that's, that's beautiful.
0: Where where do you predict that Peacemaker would land for you?
1: Where do I predict Peacemaker would land? Number six, maybe. Nice. Right after Wonder Woman. And in between Wonder Woman and
0: Shazam, probably. That's cool, man. Yep. And that has been our episode on the DCEU. Mm-hmm. You never have to watch any of these again if you don't want to. Well, will... you should still watch Peacemaker, but... I will absolutely watch... Some of these four out of these movies
1: (laughs) (laughs) again on my own will, yeah. If someone else wants to watch them, whatever, but
0: yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, and we will be back next week on our regularly scheduled drop date. Uh, we had to watch a lot for this one. Uh, quite a few hours of content, so we're, we're taking it easy, and we're going to do an episode in a series that I'm going to call Unplugged, mm-hmm. where we just sit down and chat about something with no necessary prior research or structure. Uh, we're going to be talking about the movie theater experience. Mm-hmm. Does anyone still go to movies? Yeah. What's should, going on? Should they? Should they not? I don't know. That's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, so come back next week. To hear us talk about that, uh, I think we're both actually pretty excited for this this one. Uh, but in the meantime, Luke, can you hold us over for a week with a send-off? All right, send-off.
1: Well, part of me wanted to do to say that I'm Aquaman and then do a Jason Momoa <laughs> yell, but I don't have the energy right now. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you next time for the unplugged episodes. But don't forget, that doesn't mean unplug your headphones.
0: Hey, thanks, Luke. And thank you, listener, for listening to this episode. We really do appreciate it. If you want to keep up with us and the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter, or X, if you will, at PodScreenTime to see some quick thoughts of ours regarding movies or shows. You can also follow us on Instagram, again, at PodScreenTime to see when our episodes drop and any extra visuals that we want to show off. You can also catch up with both of us individually on Letterboxd to catch our thoughts and reviews on the movies that we watch. You can find me at The Shininator, and you can find Luke at Shin Glassman. If you want to hear more of Luke, feel free to check out his other podcast, Toku Talk Radio, where he discusses tokusatsu and anime with his sister Hannah. And if you want even more of Luke, who can blame you? You can take yourself over to his YouTube channel, Shin Glassman, where you can watch his videos that range from reviews to tier lists. They really are a blast. Links to all these things are in the description of this episode, so head there to find those and stay connected with us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.